0: Hello again, everybody. It's uh, Jason Powers, and we're going to talk about the policy of truth on the battlefronts that we're facing. So enjoy a little bit of a uh, Depeche Mode, and then we'll get into it. Okay. We'll cut it off there. So, uh, this episode, I'm going to just, I was thinking about this idea and I'm just going to put these out there. Um, this is not a, you know, I haven't put a lot of, um, polish on this. So just bear with me throughout this whole thing. We've had a, a war, a battlefront, um, we'll call it a battlefront, battlefronts, uh, in terms of what we're up against, and we need, um, as far as I'm concerned, organization. And a lot of people have been doing that in various ways, but maybe we need to get down to, uh, you know, what the front is. What are the things that we could uh, do uh, specifically? And I know people have already probably put this together, but um, this is my uh, my two cents. So we're going to go through the, the high level and then I'll get into some specific details of each one. And uh, I'm going to make this a, fairly Quick episode, so uh, we'll see how it goes. So, we know about the COVID vaccine front, which I think is uh, we'll say for now it's stalemated. In other words, uh, people aren't exactly going back for more vaccines, but uh, we also know there's going to be some kind of uh, further release of something or some at some point uh, so that they can continue to counter strike us with. Uh, these mRNA vaccine products that they are obviously trying to permanently put on the market. So there's various things we could do about that, and we'll get to that in a a bit. So the second thing is the censorship information front, which ties into my opening music. Uh, Today was kind of a big day on that regard because they they had their first congressional hearings, I would say, or uh, they've had other hearings, but this one was a tied to the Twitter files. And I think that was uh, handled and, and maybe actually exposed some some of the uh, the problems that we obviously know uh, have been occurring for quite a while. So the third front is the Biden administration front, which I think can be uh, a, a, the best way to countermand that would be all the various states need to uh, align themselves in uh Suing and doing what is necessary to halt certain intrusions into state authority and state power, and they need to uh, really sit down and get together and, and work on on the nuances of their lawsuits. And we'll get into that in a second. Number four is the ESG Black and Rock uh, Black Rock Climate Front, which would be tied to investments and in govern- government government uh, intertwining there. The fifth front is the Chinese infiltration front, which many I feel don't have a very good uh, handle on, and we need to ID- identify agencies, Congress people, and of course we need to hone in on the Biden activities that have been probably continuing on because uh, of Hunter Biden's uh, uh, situations with uh, various uh, actors in uh, China and you know basically and abroad in general. Uh, The geopolitical front, which is tied to Ukraine, Taiwan, China, the BRICS, Australia, for example, even the UK. And the seventh front would be the monetary or the CBDC front, central bank digital currency. And how that's tied to, currently there is a Federal Reserve pilot program and the European Union through the Bank of International Settlements is working on that as well. So there's seven particular, um, what I see as uh, uh, major uh, fronts. And each one of those fronts needs to have uh, a certain assignment of of, um, an organization, a leader, or a a champion, I guess is a good way to put it. Um, We need almost like a, you know, If we go by the British model, they would be kind of like a shadow government, but we could call it a shadow uh, shadowing of our current enemies around the world in terms of people that are heading up certain parts of this initiative. So let's just go back to uh, the COVID vaccine front. So I think there's obviously there's plenty of lawsuits in the works. Uh, there needs to be some kind of movement towards uh, temporary restraining orders preemptively, if you can do that. Um, some initiatives based upon uh, showing the prior har- harms and damages to people and therefore maybe uh, at a state level uh, to circumvent any, any further rollout of any vaccines, uh, even under, uh, in other words, superseding federal powers or somehow cutting off funding, you know, that kind of deal. Uh, we need an extreme uh, look over of uh, data analysis. I think there needs to be a congealing of people who are doing fantastic work in this area. I'll call him out. Ethical skeptic is one of the ones that uh, I see do a lot of this. I, I've tried to do this, but you know, my, and my bandwidth is as much as it is, and and, and it's not my Work that would make any difference, but there is a number of people that are doing very good, and we need to congeal this up into a counter uh, CDC report, like a bi weekly publication, maybe of something uh, in terms of tied to uh, various numerics in terms of uh, uh, mortality. So um, there's just needs to be, uh, we need to set up a more uh, cohesive uh, data analysis that people can understand and we need to break it down in a way that people will want to receive and turn it into something that somebody champions and can, uh, spend time on, uh, revelations on long-term impacts, as we found out with the, the, uh, with the injuries that have been, uh, attributable or certainly could be, uh, gleaned from the documentations we have that these things could occur and that they can only occur through certain, um, Situations. This is more of a medical doctor. I know there's also been reports published out there. The Pfizer document, uh, a book that uh, Naomi Wolf's uh, group has been done has done. Um, that in and of itself is an important. But I'm talking about something more, um, more repetitive, like an issue. So uh, and maybe the issue doesn't have to be very long, but it needs to be something you know, maybe five or 10 pages, or maybe it seems like a lot, but uh, actually it could be a lot. Like maybe there's a quarterly uh, summary of data that we've collected uh, that confirms this. In other words, it's, it's about information and legitimate. I mean, lots of people are working on lots of different things and there needs to be some understanding of how to get this together so they can be presented in a more robust and, and uh, name East Wolf's website and some other places would be a very good place to start with that. So, um, so another thing is about data collection for harms, for damages, uh, forum shopping in terms of, uh, legal, when I say forum shopping, I'm finding good places where, uh, our cases could be heard better, or if there's additional, situations tied to Moderna or whatnot. I'm sure these conversations are being had and have been had, but I'm just, this is my, just my two cents. Uh, Counter offensive to MSM lies, distortions and coverups. In other words, the things that they've been popping out and the things they've been selling. And then of course you need to work on a movies and documentary, uh, docu- documentaries that have already been done. And maybe there's a, a congealing of, minds to come up with something that would be more robust. I know lots of people have already put out some. I've watched and seen many of these along the way. So this is just a few of the ideas I have on that particular front. Uh, The censorship and information front. Uh, Again, another quick summary report needs to be something like under 50 pages with maybe a large appendix with uh, all the particular evidence and documented information that we've gathered from, say, for the Twitter files. This should be put together by the people that are most closest to this. But moreover, not just the Twitter files, but in just in general, um, <clears throat> need to know about the threats to the Republic and the U.S. Constitution, particularly the First Amendment. Need some First Amendment advocates out there that know what the hell they're talking about that could pre- present this uh, more legally or in a legally robust manner. Uh, exposure of the NGOs, the institutions, the people connected to them, uh, crafting legislation. Uh, this could be started, it won't get approved, obviously, but maybe that'll change with some uh, with campaigns or pl- pressure that's put on it by the people. The more people are made aware of this, the more likely they are. And it needs to be a very transparent legislation, it needs to be very uh, crafted in a way that people understand it and simplistic and not overly, uh, yeah, this is something that needs, this is one of the biggest issues with all legislation. When it's crafted by lawyers, lawyers tend to think that they need to, uh, they can't, there are certain lawyers that probably just, uh, they, they don't understand how people think. I guess that's the best way to say you have to make it, um, Obviously, legally robust, but also make it so that it's readable, so that people can understand it, and they can explain to somebody, or put into a package where people can readily understand it in a in a bite sized manner that even I can't do. So, anyway, uh, it could be tied to some of the uh, uh, receipts of contributions on uh, NG from NGOs. Nine nineties hide a lot of the donors. Uh, This needs to be more transparent because we need to know who's funding this this stuff and need to shine a spotlight on that. Uh, Restrictions on any election related activities, uh, funding, coordinating, circumvention of any laws in the state, because we've had a lot of issues with that. At least in my person, my uh, and why does that tie to censorship and information? Well, uh, many of these uh, groups are. Uh, coming in and selling themselves as uh, saviors of elections while they're circumventing and, and actually doing things uh, to censor opponents. Uh, we need to get certain, certain uh, people and very rich people out of our election. And it's election interference. You can call it what you will. And they do it also by censoring their opponents. So anyway, that's maybe that's part of this information front War that we're dealing with and it's a very broad one and I've just barely touched on it with that. This is an incomplete list. So I'm not trying to make it. I'm not going to solve it up. I'm already over time anyways. So uh, Biden administration front. um, Like I said, the state power should halt some of the stuff. We need to address education, uh, the legal overreach of the DOJ, uh, transgender policies. And I don't mean this in a mean manner. I'm just talking. We need to clearly define Uh, for example, that that any genetic or physical alterations before the age of 18 are to be limited and based in accordance with a prioritizing of safety to the minor. Um, could call it the can't undo the damage um, uh, decree or uh, doctrine. In other words, I guess doctrine would be a better word there. So can't undo the damage. So that's one of the things we need to address. Executive orders and emergency powers Executive orders need to be, uh, we need to have a c- serious conversation about limit limiting of use of executive orders to achieve goals uh, outside of uh, Congress, which is just an emergency powers restraints on time limits. We have a War Powers Act that, that seems to have disappeared in my, I seem to remember that everybody wanted a War Powers Act and, and it was like uh, uh, regarding uh, the limitations on Uh, Making of war in a, I mean, through proxy or otherwise, uh, spending and energy, Uh, blue cities versus red towns. So this is all about the Biden administration. That might be a very big um, issue that can might need multiple. It might need a substantial uh, amount of people in that regard. So ESG and BlackRock, climate front. We know that our globalists are pushing this. So that's a big issue too. The Chinese infiltration front. Um, we have some reporters out there that have done a good job on this, but and we need to really, really focus on trying to un, uh, for example, at the university level, where um, scientists and and certain, um, for example, knowing well, knowing where kids are coming from, <laughs> who their families are, and what what uh, connection did they have to the the top levels of the CCP. So there needs to be much more, uh, knowledge gain. This is, this, this one is a very difficult subject. Cause you need somebody with subject matter expertise a, at a very high level. First of all, somebody who can speak Chinese, uh, can understand, uh, uh, the situations of, you know, how they look at the world, how we view the world, how they, to to, uh, um, how to reflect that and show how soft and hard power is used there and how important it is to the next, uh, next particular bullet point, which is the geopolitical front, which is a whole host of uh, areas where our State Department and CIA have uh, failed us miserably. And we're going to have to say if we, uh, one of the bullet points I have is Russia, how do we get out of the Russia phobia with DC policy uh, as it's tilted as such? Uh, which is done intentionally and which has put us in a precarious situation as far as I'm concerned. Uh, and, of course, how how to deal with China. How do you undermine Xi and CCP's internal controls? How can you make it difficult for them to achieve their goals? I'm not even, and this isn't about military confrontation. This is about understanding how to uh, cause them to spend more time on their own internal problems, which they have. Which it can be, which can be obviously exploited, with the right leadership, which we don't seem to have at this point because of the people that we've put in, an uh, administrative state and who's running the country, or rather, who's running him because he's just uh, Biden is just a puppet. And uh, lastly, the monetary, uh, which is probably one of the probably the quintessential or probably. Uh, The most important because it ties to digital currency, digital control, uh, identity, Um, vaccination goes back up to, you know, it really has a, I mean, money (laughs) controls the world or the fact of uh, currency exchange and monetary policy and and rather coming up with. And I said how to design a responsible, non-elite monetary system to counter the Great Reset and being able to sell it that way. Yes, I know. Gold. Uh, yes, I know. But a lot of these things are already in the hands of uh, elitist organizations, and we need to come up with some way to uh, curtail that. I'm I'm all about uh, eliminating or abolishing the Federal Reserve as a policy institution and getting back to, I would say, even as far back as Jackson in terms of how we used to run. And, and granted, this will this is going to cause major issues and problems, but if we ever become energy independent and get ourselves away from people that hate our guts and and maybe rightfully so, thanks to the fact that our foreign policy has been so jacked up for the last 60 or 70 years. um, Yeah, we need to do that as a country. Um, That's just, these are my two cents. I'll put, I'll cut and paste this into this broadcast and I'll leave it there for now.